Leslie's is bringing back Pro Days. Leslie's Pro customers can take advantage of chemical early buys, liquid subscription services in selected markets, and the newly launched Relager Rewards program. Ask your local store or salesperson to learn more. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of this podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I'm often asked, when should you upgrade to a saltwater system? Or what are the benefits of a saltwater system? I'm going to go over some of the benefits, some of the reasons why you may want to upgrade, and maybe some of the things that you haven't thought about when you think about upgrading to a saltwater system. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. There are of course benefits if you're a pool pro and you want to get your customer to upgrade to salt. You're going to use less chlorine at their pool in a few don't charge them for the chlorine, which a lot of people don't charge for the maintenance dose of chlorine. This will, of course, save you money on your route. And the customer is going to pay for the salt that you're going to use to charge up the pool initially. They'll pay for salt when you need, when it needs to be recharged. And basically, they're going to pay for the upgraded cell. So there's not much expense going to the pool pro. The only thing that I would say is that you're going to use probably more muriatic acid in the pool because of the rising pH. So you're going to save on chlorine. You may use more muriatic acid in the pool. If you want to offset the rising pH in a saltwater pool, and this, of course, is for anyone with a saltwater pool, you can add borates to the water and bring the borate level up to 50 parts per million. And this will, of course, help buffer the pH because borates are a buffer for the pH. And therefore, it should keep the salt cell from rising or keep the pH from rising. One of the things that you may not think about when you go to purchase a saltwater generator is actually how it works and how it produces the chlorine for the pool. And as a side effect, just because of all the aeration that's going on with the saltwater system and the salt cell, and just a natural byproduct of the salt production, is an increase in the pH in the pool. So if you had a pool on tablets, let's say let's say you're using 3-inch chlorine tablets, the pH stays fairly stable and neutral with a pool on chlorine tablets because there is acid in those tablets and so it's adding some acid to the water as, as well as chlorine. And so you'll notice that a pool that's using tablets, you're using a lot less muriatic acid in than a pool that's a saltwater pool for that reason. And so if you're going from a pool on 3-inch trichlor tablets over to a pool that's going to be a saltwater pool, you'll notice a big increase in the amount of muriatic acid you're putting in the pool Again, that could be offset. One way is, of course, adding the borates I mentioned, and you, you bring that borate level up to 50 parts per million. You can add borates in various ways. You can buy a pre-manufactured product like BioGuard Optimizer, or you can add it with boric acid powder. And the other way to offset the high pH is, of course, running the saltwater generator less time during the day or less hours and with a lower output. And I'll cover that a little bit later when I talk about setting up your system but I wanted to start with that because a lot of people don't realize that the saltwater generator is going to raise the pH in your pool versus the other method you may be using, which is usually trichlor tablets, which keeps the pH 
fairly stable compared to a saltwater generator. Now, which system should you get? There's a lot of different systems out there. You have Hayward, Jandy, and Pentair, the big manufacturers, make a really good salt system. All three of them make a salt system that you'll be happy with. And the price point of those is dependent on your pool size because the cell output size will cause the price of the system to go up. Let me give you an example. If you had a 15,000 gallon pool, you can probably get away with either something rated for 20,000 gallons or 40,000 gallons. There's some that are rated for 30,000 gallons like the Jandy True Clear and the Pentair iClor. And you always want to get a system that's about double the output or size of your pool. And the reason for this is because I mentioned how the system raises the pH as it's running. So in order to dial down the output, you'd have to have a cell that produces more chlorine than you're going to need. And then you can cut the output either by 50% or the runtime down. And this will allow the system not to, of course, have the pH rising all the time in the pool because you're not running this whole system at 100% or running it for you know 15 hours per day. So the size of the system is also directly correlated to the price of the system. For example, if you were going to get the Hayward system, the Aquarite, for a 15,000-gallon pool or 20,000-gallon pool, you would pay like 1400 retail for that. But if you wanted to get the T15, which is for a 40,000-gallon pool, you're looking at eighteen or 1900 for that system. It's basically because the cell has more material in it to produce more chlorine for the pool, and that's why the price of that cell goes higher as you get a cell with a higher gallon rating. If you wanted to go to a 60,000 gallon rated cell, you're looking at a lot more than a salt system rated for 15 or 20,000 gallons. So that's kind of how the price point is established with the manufacturers. It's not anything special about the system. It's just the rating of the cell for a larger body of water causes that cell price to increase with the amount of gallons you're getting that salt cell for. So back to the very beginning, when I talked about a side effect of is the rising pH, which means you're going to be spending money on acid to lower that down. A way to offset that is to get a cell that's bigger than your pool so you can dial down the output. And if it seems like I'm kind of hyper-focused on the rising pH in the saltwater system, it's because the pH is going to rise significantly. You're going to be like at 8.4, and this is something new to a lot of owners of saltwater generators. They're like shocked of how high their pH goes. One reason why I don't recommend starting the saltwater generator in a new build until at least three months in because you're already battling high pH as the plaster cures. Of course, Pebble Tech's a little bit different. Same with vinyl and fiberglass. But if you just have a plaster pool, you're going to have a high acid demand because as that plaster cures, it's going to demand more acid. If you add a saltwater generator to that mix, you're going to have pH unreadable. It's going to be like 8.4+. plus. And so the high pH is one of the major drawbacks with the saltwater system. So you definitely want to get an oversized cell so you can dial down the output. Now the production of the cell is dependent on what it's rated for. For instance, if you get a Pentair Intellichlor 40, and this will, is rated for 40,000 gallons of water, it'll make 1.4 pounds of chlorine per day, which is about equal to 1.5 gallons of 12.5 liquid chlorine. And this is running at your full speed, 3450 RPMs for 24 hours a day. And if you run, of course, the salt system for 12 hours a day at 100% output, it's going to make, you know, about half, about um, half a gallon of liquid chlorine per day. And if you were to run it at 50% output and run it at about 12 hours per day, you're going to get 
about a quarter of a gallon of liquid chlorine. So for a 20,000 gallon pool, that's more than sufficient to chlorinate that pool. Maybe a little bit too much chlorine being added to the pool each day. So you can dial that down to maybe 30%. If you had a 15,000 gallon pool running at IC40, you probably want to run it at maybe 30% for eight hours a day, and that'll produce enough chlorine for your pool. There's no real way to know exactly how much chlorine your pool is going to need based on the pool size until you start adjusting the output of the chlorinator down. And depending on the size of the chlorinator, again, they're rated for different amounts of gallons of water, which means the larger the salt system is, the more chlorine is going to produce for your pool. Contrast that with the IC20, which is a pentair salt cell that's rated for 20,000 gallons of water. If you run that 24 hours a day, it would make 0.7 pounds of chlorine. So if you had a 20,000 gallon pool with the IC20 on there, you'll have to run that probably at 100% output. And then you're going to have to, you know, hopefully there's going to be enough chlorine for that pool because I mentioned that you have no margin because of the salt cell rating. And there's no way to get the IC20 to make more than 0.7 pounds of chlorine per day. But if you have an IC40, you can, of course, dial that one down. And that's why I recommend getting a larger cell that's rated for your pool gallons so that you have the option of dialing it down because you can't really go up at that point. Now, if you had a 10,000 gallon pool and you had an IC20 on there, you're perfectly fine because that gives you a 10,000 gallon margin. And I would doubt that that 10,000 gallon pool is going to need half a pound of chlorine every day in that pool to maintain it. So it's really important before you buy your salt water system that you know that you want to get one that doesn't match your pool exactly for this reason. You want to get one that's larger than the gallons of your pool. Again, if you had a 20,000 gallon pool, I would say you want to go with a 40,000 gallon salt system or one rated for 40,000 gallons or one rated for 30 or 35,000 gallons. That's perfectly fine. You don't want to get the exact size system for your pool and that way you have some margin. Now getting it adjusted to produce the chlorine in your pool may take two to three weeks of you changing the runtime of the pump. If you have a variable speed pump, you may change the run speed, changing the output. The best way I would say to do this is to keep the chlorine output at 100% on the salt cell and then start adjusting the runtime down on your system until you get the chlorine level to where you want it. Typically, it's anywhere from three to four parts per million. And this, again, may take two or three weeks of kind of fine-tuning. Once you find out that if you run the pool for eight hours at 100% output, you're producing, let's say, five parts per million of chlorine, and sometimes you'll need an accurate tester. If you're using test trips, there's really no way you're going to be able to dial this in. So you want to probably invest in a good photometer or photometer tester. And the photometer is going to give you a digital readout of the exact chlorine level. And for the Pool Pro, having a photometer like the ColorQ, 2x pro 7 or 2x pro 9 or having the new pool lab uh, 2.0 is a great way to help dial in that salt water system because you can get an exact chlorine reading and you'll know that okay so you're over at the pool it's getting five parts per million at eight hours a day at 100 output and you want to bring that down to three parts per million well it'd be easy to do you just have to maybe take the salt system down to 80 percent and then check it the following week, and it's probably going to be about three parts per million at that point. And that's kind of how you set the saltwater system. You start at 100%, you mess with the runtime, and then you lower the output down. One thing I should mention is that you should have cyanuric acid in the water to about 80 parts per million. And this will protect the chlorine from being degraded by the sun's UV rays. 
and 80 parts per million probably would be the maximum you would need. And this will protect the chlorine up to 8 parts per million. Anything above that, there's no protection offered with the cyanuric acid in the water. Now, if you're running it at like 20 parts per million, you may have trouble maintaining chlorine in that pool. So it may not be the output that's the problem. It may be that you have too little cyanuric acid. And if this is getting complicated for you, it may be a little complicated if you're not used to saltwater systems. But the cyanuric acid will also affect, or the cyanuric acid level will also affect the chlorine output or how much chlorine is maintained in the pool based on how much output you have it set for. And then, of course, there are other factors if you're using an enhancer. I mentioned the borates at the beginning will help stabilize the pH. By this fact, it's stabilizing the pH, you're going to use less chlorine. And by the fact that the um, borate is an algostat, which means it prevents algae from forming. It does something to the cells of algae so they can't reproduce and, and spread or generate in the pool. And so you're going to use less chlorine for that reason also because a lot of the chlorine is being used up fighting microalgae in the pool. And of course, if you use a pool RX as another enhancer, you can use less chlorine. And so you're going to adjust the output based on that if you're using an enhancer as well. So to recap, the formula that you're going to work off of is the amount of pounds that your particular cell is rated to produce each day. If you're using the Pentair IC, let's say IC20, it produces about half a pound of, of chlorine per day. So if you have a 10,000 gallon pool, you want to adjust that down to the output so that it will chlorinate your 10,000 gallon pool to three to four parts per million each day or maintain that three to four parts per million all week long. Factors that affect the chlorine being maintained in the pool or actually affect it to stay in the pool longer are having the cyanuric acid level at 80 parts per million or less. I wouldn't put anything less than 30 parts per million with a saltwater generator. And then if using an enhancer of some kind, like the pool RX or borates in the water, this will also enhance the chlorine and make it last longer in the pool. All these are factors in setting the output the runtime of your pool so that you have a chlorine level that's being produced that's consistent every day, week in and week out as the salt cell is running. As far as maintenance, the saltwater system does need maintenance because depending on your area of the country, you may have harder water than other areas. So in my area, you're taking the salt cell off and cleaning it probably every three months during the season as it's running. And I have a JND True Clear, which I like because you can see inside there and see if there's calcium on the plates. It's a clear cell top, and I like that aspect. Otherwise, you're unscrewing the cell to inspect it with the Pentair and Hayward system. Not a big deal. I just like being able to see the plates to see if the calcium is being built up. You would just give it a light bath in an acid water formula. And depending on the manufacturer, it'll tell you how much acid and how much water to add in the solution. For example, the Jandy True Clear is 10 parts water, one part acid. Then you'll soak it in there until all the calcium is off the cell plate. Usually about 10 minutes. I wouldn't go any longer than that. You could damage the cell plates by leaving it in the acid solution. Typically within the first five minutes, most of the calcium is off of the cell plates and then you can put it back in. So that's the maintenance on a saltwater generator besides the salt level of the pool. So I mentioned that if you're a pool pro, the customer is buying the bags of salt to charge the system, and also buying any salt that they need to recharge the system. So the salt does not leave the water. However, as the water gets diluted from rain or from splash out and refilling the pool, the salt level does get diluted in there, and therefore you may need to recharge it with salt. So the other thing besides cleaning the cell plates on the cell 
The other maintenance is making sure the salt level is consistent with what the manufacturer needs for that system to operate. Typically, 3,000 parts per million of salt or the salinity level of 3,000 parts per million is enough for most systems to operate. If it drops below that, usually the system will have an indicator that lets you know that there's low salt in the water and you have to add salt to it. I suggest having a good digital meter or salinity meter to check the salt level outside the system. Some of them have built-in salinity meters in the salt systems, like the Pentor iClor and the Hayward system. Others don't, like the Jandy True Clear. So you'll need a digital meter, salinity meter, to measure the salinity, salinity level of the pool or salt level. I like the Lamont Tracer. I think that's a good digital tester. You can also get one by Hawk. And there's some on Amazon that are off-brand that are probably pretty decent at reading the salinity level, although I'm not sure how long they'll last you of, you know, weekly or monthly use, but definitely a good brand would be the Lamont or the Hawk brand salinity tester. Let me talk a little bit about the cost of the saltwater generators. So I mentioned that the price point is related to the size of the salt cell for the rated amount of water. If you have a 20,000 gallon pool, you're going to be paying more of a premium for a saltwater system because you need a system that's at least 40,000 gallons or more and those start at about $1,800 plus install. So you're looking maybe about $2,300 out the door with installation for a new saltwater generator for a 20,000 gallon pool. If you have a smaller pool, you're lucky because you can get a smaller system and save money. So you may be looking at a $1,300 system and maybe $1,600 or $1,700 out the door. And then, of course, the salt cells are all rated for a certain amount of hours of production. Most are rated for 10,000, some are rated for 15,000 hours, and there's a few that are rated for 20,000 hours of use. And this is, of course, how long is a cell running at 100% output? That's how they get the 10,000 hours. So let's say you have a, a Pentair iClor. It's rated for 10,000 hours. There's actually a countdown in the menu there of the cell life. And you're running it at 100% output. In 10,000 hours, that cell is going to be depleted, and you're going to have to buy a new salt cell. So how long will it take you to reach the 10,000 hours? It just depends on the cell output. If you're running at 100%, you're going to reach it sooner. How long your season is. Here in California, our season usually starts in May and ends in October, November. During the winter months, the saltwater generator does not work because the salt cell can't conduct in cold water. Therefore, you're not going to generate chlorine. And so you're using the salt system maybe for six months maximum out of the whole year. The other six months, the water is cold and you're going to use liquid chlorine or maybe Cal Hypo to, to, to chlorinate the water. So the cell's not running all year long in most areas. Maybe there's some exceptions like Florida and Hawaii where the salt systems are running actually nine or 10 months out of the year or maybe all year long. But in areas like California, Texas, Arizona, you have half the year, usually about half the year's downtime, so the cell is not operating. And so typically for my area of Southern California, a salt cell will last four to five years. I would say five years is probably the maximum. So at the four-year point, you're probably going to have to get a new salt cell. Now, based on the brand is the cost of the salt cell replacement. Let's say you wanted to buy a Hayward T15 cell. That's about $900 retail. If you wanted to buy a True Clear cell, it's about $500. If you wanted to get an iClor cell, you're looking at $800. And if you wanted to get a Pentair IC40 cell, it's about $1,000. And they have off-brand cells also, and you can also buy those if you wanted to. But I would rather go with a manufactured cell if you can, if you can afford it. So the cost of the salt cell is also a factor. Now, are you saving any money using a saltwater generator? 
Yes and no. I mean, before I would say you're not saving any money, but now with the cost of chlorine being so high, you probably are saving money or it may just be a wash at that point. So let's not talk about the initial cost of the system. Let's just talk about four years and the salt cell replacement. If you're using trichlor tablets and let's say CalHypo to sanitize your pool in the summer, let's say you have a 15,000 gallon pool and you're using, you know, you get a 25 pound bucket of tablets and a 25 pound bucket of CalHypo, you figure you're spending about $400 for that season with the chemicals, with the tablets and CalHypo. And then in four years, that's going to be $1,600 worth of chlorine. If you had a true clear cell, actually, you probably would cover the cell plus the system at that point. If you had a Hayward a T3 system, the cell's 900 or the cell's actually a little less than that, maybe 600 or so or 700. The system was 1300. So that's 2000. So in four years, you almost have that system paid for. So the longer you go with the saltwater system, with this, replacing the salt cell by the eight year mark with you using, you know, cal hypo and trichlor to sanitize your pool, you're at $3,200 in chemicals over eight years. This is without any inflation at all in the prices. This is just prices now kind of projected out eight years, you would actually have paid off your saltwater system and probably paid for the cell by that point. So if you go long-term, if you keep your house more than five years, of course, and you're using your pool, investing in a saltwater system does make more sense now than it did make actually three years ago because that bucket of tablets was maybe 80 bucks or $90 and the CalHypo was not 200 or $400 for a 25-pound bucket. And so with the inflation in chlorine, it does make the saltwater systems much more attractive. And to me, and I'll end with this, the biggest benefit of a saltwater system is that it takes all of the effort out of adding chlorine to the pool. If you have everything running, if the salt cell is clean, all the lights are green on there, you don't have to worry about buying chlorine, adding chlorine. If you have a pool rot, you don't have to worry about your chlorine, your customer's chlorine zeroing out. You don't have to worry about adding tablets to the pool or adding CalHypo or liquid chlorine or storing chlorine at the pool. The convenience factor of the saltwater generator is the main selling point because it's producing chlorine daily for you. It's adding it to the pool, which means that just about every time you want to use your pool, there's no worry about, hey, is my chlorine zeroed out? Did I add chlorine a few days ago? If you have a pool service, you don't have to worry about the customer having a party and there being a problem because the chlorine is being added to the pool why it's running during the party, and afterwards the chlorine will be produced by the saltwater system. You won't have to go there and add any kind of shock. So one of the benefits that I would say if you're thinking about going with a saltwater system, yes, the initial investment is high. The investment for a salt cell every four years is high. And it may not be every four years. You may be able to go five or six years in your area. It's just dependent. I'm just using California as an example. So the saltwater system does have some attractive benefits and it does make the water softer. You don't have to worry about having a lot of chemicals stored at your at your pool side. And you don't have to worry about adding chlorine to your pool on a daily basis or weekly basis because a saltwater generator takes care of all that for you. Now, if you want to learn more about saltwater generators, salt systems, all the pros and cons, converting the salt, anything that you can think of related to salt water, salt water pools, and things of that nature. I have over 30 podcasts on saltwater systems, on saltwater pools, and you can find those by going to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. In the search box, just type the word salt, and you're going to see all these podcasts come up that talk about different salt systems, different problems you may have with the salt system, 
and all the other things related to it. So you have, I have a lot of resources covering saltwater generators on my podcast, and you can find that easily, again, by going to my website. And if you're interested in my coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.